Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit Advice from a dipshit It's Advice from a dipshit With Matt Bronger Hey, welcome to uh, Advice from a Dipshit with Matt Bronger. With me, as always, is the amazing Amanda. Uh, we got some good ones for you this week. Uh, thanks for all the good ratings and for everyone saying such nice things. Haven't haven't really had a, a prick in the bunch. Haven't had a, hey, give up, you should kill yourself. Uh, I don't know if that's kind of faded away more, but gosh, wasn't there a time for a while where everyone just left nothing but, like, shit messages on, like, you know, like, I mean, YouTube comments still. That's That's still commentary hell, I'm sure. But um, we're not on there right now, so that's fine. Uh, we have a lot of guests coming up. I just uh, booked a, another one that I'm excited about. So those, are, those will be coming up in the, in the next uh, couple of episodes. So that's going to be really fun to have somebody with me who I'm, I'm buddies with and who I'm sure you've heard of. I kind of uh, stunt cast this one. I got a lot of big names. So uh, we'll be listening to these calls, your calls, together. And I'm excited to see... You know, if they find it as much fun as I do, I'm sure they will. Yeah. I'm sure they will. But uh, yeah, let's go. Let's uh, hear the first call. All right. Hey, this is Mel's. I got a question for you about marriage and divorce. My wife and I have only had sex to get pregnant. She got off birth control, even though we had not had sex in years. And as soon as she got off birth control, we had sex one time. A couple weeks later, she came up pregnant. We had no sex during the pregnancy. And she, uh, we have a seven-month-old. She says she's still having complications medically for her recovery, which is completely understandable. However, she also says she just has no desire not only to have sex with me, but also that... Uh, she just doesn't want to uh, have me around anymore and threatens to divorce me for anything, you know, putting a coffee pot back in the wrong place, anything like that. Uh, I don't know what's going on, but, uh, you know, I don't want to separate now that we've got a little baby. Mm. And I don't know what to do. You have any advice for me? I don't know if you've been married before or you're married now. Anyway, I saw you on your mom's house, and I just thought I'd give you a call. Thanks. Hey, man. Thanks for calling. God, that's the woof. That's a kick in the pants, man. Um, uh, my my first my first impressions uh, are that uh, one one thing I've come across uh, in my in my travels are, and this is kind of new to me, I didn't, I wasn't really familiar with the term, but people who are uh, asexual, people who don't have any interest in sex whatsoever. I've met two women so far uh, in a, from a friendly standpoint that are, uh, they didn't just tell me that. That wasn't just thinking, oh, I'm asexual, get away from me uh, in, in my single days. No, this is a real thing where people just kind of either never had or just don't have the, uh, no longer have the capacity to have any kind of sexual desire. In that case, I would say you should suggest to your wife uh, the, an open relationship situation. But that said, it sounds like she's just not open, <sighs> sounds like to any kind of conversation about the situation or, or whatnot. Uh, I'm just going off your word, man, and that's what I'll always do when people call in. I'm just going to go ahead and uh, uh, trust your perspective. It, it, it sounds like 
you are neither one of you is very happy. And it sounds like she's uh, if she's constantly threatening divorce, that's a that I mean that's a that's a big one, man. That's uh, for like a coffee pot being put in the wrong place. Uh, I, I would say as much as much as you want to do the right thing for your kid, and I think that's that's noble and that's fantastic. And also, you probably just want your family to stay together. And it sounds like you still love her. Uh, maybe talk about uh, you know separation because separation is one of those things where you just you try it out. And uh, if it if it feels better than being together, you get a divorce. And having grown up with a lot of friends, I mean, a lot of friends who are children of divorce. Uh, no matter what Papa Roach says, it's not the worst thing. Let's be honest. Uh, it's 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 one of those things that could be necessary. The, one of the biggest mistakes people often make in in a couple situations is, well, let's stay together for the baby, or uh, you know, even worse, let's have a baby to stay together. Not that you did that. Uh, yeah, yeah. But um, God, man, I mean, that's just uh, boy, that's. That's so rough because sex is an important part of of a relationship. I mean, sometimes as a couple, you you <laughs> and this is gonna sound screwed up for someone you you've slept with a lot of times, like in a marriage. Sometimes you just gotta treat it like the gym, like oh let's just have sex, you know let's let's do it, and you always feel better afterward, even if you're kind of like the lazy part of you is like I kind of just want to watch TV or eat a piece of pie or whatever. It's an important thing that that keeps a connection between the two of you. And when there are people who are like, oh, sex is imp- isn't important. Yeah, it is. I think it is. And uh, because intimacy is important. And it, 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 it sucks, man, because it feels like you're being made to feel like you're undesirable and you're not someone who uh, 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 a person would be attracted to. But it, this is your wife. So I don't know. I, I think she, since she's kind of going all out, uh, as you put it, uh, like, from what you told me, she's kind of going for the nuclear option at all times where it's like, uh, oh, you didn't uh, turn the AC on before I got home. Divorce or whatever. I would go, look, can we just talk about everything? Because I'm scared. Uh, I, I'm, I'm freaking out. And you're making me feel absolutely horrible. I'm the mother of our child. I'm the father of our child. You're the mother of our child. And... There was at least a time when we loved each other enough to get married. So, I, all I can all I can tell you, man, is my best advice is to just give you is just to say to to talk. Wait, but it's but it's hard, man. Amanda and I were just talking about how hard it is sometimes to just have a convert have a have a talk with somebody who is creating a rift or you created one or whatever. Uh, that that's why that's why the, the scariest words in the English language is we need to talk. That's never good. It's never a thing that people are looking, oh, we're going to have a talk? I'm psyched. About what? Water parks? It's never anything fun. But uh, good luck to you, man. And, uh, and, and hang in there. And, and congrats on the kid. Uh, okay, let's, let's get the next one. <laughs> that, was, that was it. I just realized now how awesome of a start that that was. But I liked his no, voice. I liked his voice so much. His voice is amazing. It's such a cool accent. Yeah, so such a cool accent. Was, uh... But just, you know, it was one of those hey, things everybody. where I'm like, I'm not even going to have fun with his accent yeah. because what a horrible well, situation. Yeah. It's just brutal. I, I, I can't, I, I literally know people who are the same way. Yep. Where that's the only time and then a baby came from it. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I mean, that's, I, I. Yeah, we got to talk. Yeah. Oh. All right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Poor guy. let's do the next one. Please. <laughs> Hi, Matt. This is Michael. Um, first of all, I thought that 
based on what you said in the previous podcast that you should have a separate advice show for couples called Waiting to Eat Cake. Uh, you know, anyway, uh, uh, my issue is that I recently was promoted into a new job, which is great. Uh, but, um, I wasn't given any time to train my replacement in my old position. So they are constantly contacting me uh, to guide them through, uh, my old job. And so I'm effectively doing two jobs and I need help telling them to, uh, basically, go fuck themselves without being mean, hopefully maybe even a funny way, um, keeping in mind that I'm still going to have to see these people at work and Christmas parties and whatnot. Um, so anyway, uh, that's my problem, and I look forward to hearing your advice. Hey, man. Uh, yeah, that's a doozy. Uh, that's a, that's, and it's, that's an annoying because you can't tell them to go fuck themselves when they realize they really should go fuck themselves because – it's uh, it's it's too much of a demand on you. You're not getting two paychecks. Uh, so so, yeah. I guess your question is, how do you approach? Uh, my 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 thought would be basically, uh, you twofold. One, you can just be like, guys, I just don't have time. I I can I can help you out for uh, uh, a little bit more this week, but then after that, I please don't contact me about the old job. It's it's affecting my new position, you know, and. My only fear with that is maybe they know your boss and maybe they know that exactly your workload and they're like, they could say like, oh, no, no, because here's a problem. You're on a friendly level with them. They're like, no, 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 we'll reach out to him and make sure he doesn't clog you up too much and uh, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll carve out uh, the stuff you need to do for us. Where at that point, first I would do that, but at that point, if they, if they do that, you know, if you go, uh, you know, knight to rook, take queen, and they're like, no, you know, uh, queen evades, king moves in. Uh, I don't. I know shit about chess. Okay, nothing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but yeah. Did you say queen of AIDS? No, queen of no spades. No, I didn't say spades. I said queen move one or something like that. I did not. Oh, okay. Whatever AIDS I said, I, I don't know. Uh, it rhymes with that. It wasn't queen of AIDS. Just queen of spades. That's a horrible left. Freudian Isn't slip. Is that like a po- poker thing? That see know. that would be poker. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, but. <laughs> But uh, let's say if they if you you try to do that move and they and they they outmove you, you're come on, you're helping. Uh, (laughs) Basically, then you go then then I would use the friendliness. It's just gonna sound fucked up, but use it against them. Where you're kind of like, guys, look, I mean, I, I I can't be doing two jobs. I love you guys. You guys are the best, and it's been great. But I can't do two jobs. I mean, you can't really expect me to be doing two jobs. Am I right? Guys, right? There you go. And make it kind of that friendly thing where they kind of recognize the the folly of what they're what they're asking of you because it's their fault. They didn't have you train the replacement. So now they have to do it. And uh, uh, I think, you know, honestly, sometimes there's that there's that one of the best things you can do for yourself is if someone asks too much of you, laugh at them. Just laugh in their face and be like, come on, man, I'm not going to do that. And then it's like, oh, this is oh, okay. They might realize in their mind, oh, I'm, ah, I am asking too much. That's why he's laughing because it's it's so far beyond the pale. It's kind of hilarious, you know. Uh, I'll, put, I'll put it this way: some a friend of mine I hadn't seen in about a year uh, came to Los Angeles this past weekend, or or so he thought. And uh, you know, I, I live in basically what is uh, you know. Uh, the the 
northeast part of Los Angeles. And uh, my wife was out of town for the weekend. And so, you know, I <laughs> did it. It, I was joking with my wife. It was almost like she sent up a wife is out of town for the weekend flare because, like, my friends were like, we're going to the monster truck rally. I was like, oh, fuck. Okay, I'll go to that. And then the next day, we're watching wrestling. It's like, oh, this is stupid. It was fun. But anyway, it would have been a perfect time for this guy friend of mine to be in town. Uh, you know, not that I need to have just guys around me to have fun, blah, blah, blah. But so he's like, yeah, so I'm staying in Torrance. I'm like, dude, that's like 20 miles away. Like, I'm not going to see you. Well, can we meet like halfway? Nope. No, I can't meet you halfway. It, that I would go broke with lift fees. And so I was just like, when am I was like, what? I'll probably be in Austin doing shows later this year. He's like, all right, great. Let's hang up there. Hang up there. So rather than me go like, dude, that's, that's, that's fucking too far. I can't go. I just kind of laughed. I was like, Torrance, do you know how far you are? And he's like, I don't. And I was like, okay, okay, <laughs> great. Okay. Yeah. So that you didn't know. So it's very funny to me, and now you know why it's funny. So I, I kind of, because, look, and you, you're you kind of, you're big baller now. You got promoted. So when they're asking you to do the old jobs, be like, I, 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 don't, I don't have that job anymore, guys. You know, even if you're just like, all right, guys, like I ask you one more thing, be like, all right, last thing, last thing, okay? Last thing, right? Right, guys? Because you're, you're kind of being, you know, a, a little demanding here. And like I said, just laugh it off. Because if you kind of, say what you're really feeling and go, you know what? Fuck you guys. As you put it, you know, go fuck yourselves. I don't do that job anymore. They're going to get all butt hurt and be like, man, he changed. What a dick. But I'm just saying just to have a sense of humor about it. That's my advice to you, man. And good luck. Good luck to you. Yeah. The, mon the monster truck rally story was good. That was a good story. Yeah. On the, on the Instagram that, story. That, like, I haven't been to one of those in forever. Those are fun. It was so child-based too. Like a lot of families. It was fun. It was fun watching it's these like, kids. It's like a good, clean, the, fun thing. Yeah, right? and they give them earmuffs that are giant tires, like for the uh, set, so it doesn't hurt their little baby ears. It's kind of cute. Baby ears. And, I love that. I would wear yeah. that just for the novelty. It looked cool. My uh, my friend's date had one on, mm -hmm. you know, uh, and uh, but like the 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 female drivers were amazing. Like the lady, uh, I think it's Patricia who drives the Wonder Woman truck, and it, it's like it's a, it's kind of balletic because they have to do this like freestyle competition where they, oh, they yeah. jump and land on the nose and see how long they can stay on the nose and then I'll go up on their on the butt of the truck and bounce it like that. And it's really cool. Oh and everyone's gosh. cheering for how long you can stay like right there. But Pretty much everybody needs to get on Patreon where they get to the thing where they can visually watch us because your movement's in my face right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Your movement's true. in my, I'm like amazed and you're like bouncing up your elbow. Uh, yeah. Guys. So guys, come on, give. <laughs> get on it, okay. We're trying to get the Patreon big enough that we can get on Spotify because I have a lot of people that are like, when are you going to be on Spotify? When? It's like, when you become part of our team. Yeah. That's when, buddy. I know, we got our first like, yeah, we have a, they're rolling in. But no, no, it's I awesome. I want to be on spot. Yeah, Spotify would be great. Yeah. Okay, next one. Uh, hey, Matt, this is Andy. Um, so I'm currently living in an apartment building that has five apartments in it. And the, the our shared laundry space has smelled like cat piss for the past month because one of my neighbors had... Uh, dumped like a mat that you put a litter box on top in the sink there and oh. tried to clean it off and ran a bunch of water over it. And it's just been marinating in the summer heat <laughs> for the past month. God. Do you have any v advice on trying to get rid of that smell? 
Oh. Or should I just be passive aggressive and try to get one of my neighbors to clean it up? Um, anyways, love the show. Thanks a lot. Uh, hope to, to hear your, uh, your answer to my question. Hey, dude. Yeah, that's, I mean, for those people who don't know, I mean, cat piss is like ammonia. It's, 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 it ruins domiciles. If someone has like a cat that just pees on the ground, it soaks into the flooring, it soaks into the wood, and you cannot get it out. It. I don't know if, uh, you know, in ancient times, saber-toothed tigers just had piss that would just melt the leaves of a of a plant or something. But it something about cat piss is just it's just the it's the strongest smell, and it's brutal. So that. Your your description of it just <laughs> marinating in this in the heat is so oh, my thing is okay, it was just in the sink though right so possibly you could since it's not on in the carpeted ground it's not I imagine your laundry room does not have wood flooring which would be stupid it's probably cement maybe you could just take a bottle of bleach and dump it in the sink and hopefully get some of that get like that you know the smell that destroys all smells generally speaking, is bleach. Uh, if if that doesn't work, man, I don't even know what this cat owner could do to get the smell out. I, I don't know. I mean, I, I've, I've, I've had contractor friends tell me they've had to tear out a whole floor or a wall even, parts of walls, because a cat just kept peeing in this one spot. I mean, not, not just like, they're not like aliens from the movie Alien, where you know, they bleed acid and just, just ruin it. It's not like cat pees once it's ruined, but like if a cat is always peeing there. Uh, so I don't know. I think you might have a shot at but, but look here. Also, here's the thing. You could also slip a little note under the person's door. Uh, and more often than not, I'm the person who says, Oh, knock on their door, talk to them. But it's like, just go, Hey, look, you know, the, that, that thing you put in the basement, it, it really smelled it up. Can you try to clean that? Uh, thanks your neighbor. You can, I, I think this is one of those things where it's the anonymous thing is fine. I just wouldn't necessarily put it on the wall of the laundry. You know, that those, those, those signs you, we all hate in the uh, kitchen area of workplaces where it's like, somebody needs to start cleaning their coffee cups because they're being a real cock. And it's just to everyone, you know, specify, go, you know, Hey, whoever she is. And, and even, and if you like possibly put your name on it, uh, just cause Sometimes going, hey, you stunk up the the laundry room face to face is a little brutal. It's a little hard, but um, yeah, that sucks. It's one of those things where if you haven't, you know, I I, I know we have like younger listeners and stuff who might not have a cat or and never have had to pay rent yet, you know, or whatever, um, and they don't really know. But it's one of those things when you've lived in as many apartments as I have and as many apartment complexes as I have, where you learn like, oh. Yeah, cat, cat piss is the strongest smell, and cat piss just ruins every. I remember uh, going on a date and went to this uh, girl. Was it a date? I don't even know. We were like friends and talked about, oh, let's have a, a night, blah, blah. And so I went to her house, and uh, we're just we're just hanging out, sitting there, and her her and her roommate had a bunch of crazy cats that ran around, and just that smell that's always around. It, it was just like, it's brutal. One of those things where you're, it, it's just, it doesn't, and I think you become inured to it if you're a cat lover and maybe not that clean of a person. You don't really notice it, you know, but people that are not around cats that often, like myself, holy shit. 
it, uh, as Ron Burgundy would say, singes the nostrils. So that's my advice to you, man. Maybe like to give a little note. If this per if this person seems pretty chill, talk to him, you know, or just try dumping a thing of bleach in that sink. Yeah. Any of those stuff. I'd probably honestly, cause I hate confrontation as much as the next person. I would dump, I'd do the bleach thing first. It's like two bucks. Two bucks at the store, just dump it all over the inside of that sink, and I'm sure it's an industrial sink, so just fuck it. And if that doesn't work, then option B. But uh, good luck to you. The one thing to not do is don't just be passive-aggressive and hope it goes away, because that's just... You end up hating that person and hating yourself. It's a lose-lose. Yeah. Yep. Let's, let's do the next one. <laughs> you kept being like, yeah, and that's it, and then you continue. I'm sorry. And then you continue. It's like, yeah. oh, oh, oh. Sorry. <laughs> Hey, Matt, I've been having a lot of relationship troubles with my girlfriend in the past months here. Keep on having the same fight over and over again. For some reason, she keeps thinking that shit pushes the fart out, but I know for a fact that farts push the shit out. Anyways, I'd love to hear you try and settle this debate. Thanks. I love doing this show because you just... You'll have, you'll have something. Uh, what, uh, I just did not see that coming at all. <laughs> at all. At all. And I think you knew that, you scamp. You you, you wily son of a bee. I'm thinking it's going to be this most serious, like, relationship prop. Like the first one? <laughs> like, oh, yeah, no. God, I know. Like, oh, no, what happened? This one's so dark. You imagine they're actually, their marriage is going to fall apart. They're <laughs> screaming at each other. Farts, push the shit out. <laughs> Sheila. God damn you. You're just like your mother. Oh, fuck you, Ron. <laughs> shit pushes out the farts. Just throwing shit at each other. Just <laughs> just dri driving way too fast above the speed limit away from your house, wiping tears to a driving to a hotel, arguing over which comes first, the the the, the fart egg or the sh the shit chicken. Jesus Christ. Come on, man. <laughs> you know and I know. I think that's how the conflict in Northern Ireland started, isn't it? <laughs> or the Middle East. I can't breathe. Those, <laughs> I can't breathe. those people, they sound and look like us, but they're fucked. The shit pushes the fart out. Everyone knows that. Um, okay. For the record, um, I kind of think you're both right, man. Generally speaking, you know, it, look, farts are almost like ghosts. It's just air, but shits are real. Shits, you know, try, try shitting or farting in an elevator and see which one people are more offended by. Uh, which one pushes which? I'd say... It's all your butt muscles anyway in your colon. So, you know, yeah, the air pushes out the shit as a projectile. But <laughs> when you got a shit, boy, do you fart. You fart a lot. Because your body going, hey, this is coming. <laughs> like, it or, like it or no. So just understand you. there's, there's, there's you know, pardon the, the terminology. There's weight to both of your, your arguments. Okay. Uh, there's no one pushes the other one out, the other one pushes it. I mean, yeah, I'm sure there's someone screaming right now for both issues, but when you got shit, it causes you to have to fart, you know? 
And I'm sure, you know, it, a fart does push out the shit. Um, and this, see, this, when, I, when I looked forward to my adulthood as a child and what I'd be talking about to other grown human beings, I knew it would be either be socioeconomic uh, issues, uh, like urban planning, um, the, the emotionality of, of being an adult human being, or what pushes the shits or the farts out. One of the two. And now I know. The question has been answered. Um, I am an adult man, and so are you. And so is your, so is your gal. <coughs> I'm just going to... I know you guys aren't in a real fight, and I think that's a great thing you, you shared. But it is funny. It probably did, did lead to some kind of dispute because you both think the other one's crazy. And you're not. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I make I'm I am putting this on Instagram when this episode launches. Yeah. I'm having people vote. Yeah. And then I'm gonna I'm gonna do it every day Why not? for the week. Why not? And then I'm going to show the results. Look, and we just need we just need you know the rules. We don't we don't Google anything. We don't Wikipedia anything. We just I we just need uh like a proctologist <laughs> to just go, all right, here's what's up. Yeah. You know what I mean? If you know the answer, email us. Yes. Advice from a dipshit at yes. gmail.com. Yeah. Just email us. I'm still laughing. God damn it. It was so, it was so out of nowhere. Ugh. Okay. You know what they say about public farts? What? It's like an ex-relationship. It's best to just pretend it didn't happen. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> That's like my one joke. It's true. Yeah. <laughs> this elevator really smells, you guys. Ugh. <laughs> uh. Okay. All right. So um, my question revolves around being a musician. I'm a musician. I play the guitar. Um, I'm constantly afraid that when I perform and I make my song, um, because it is original stuff, I don't want to just be a cover artist. I'm afraid that I will come off as contrived or a bitch or crazy, <laughs> something like that. And I just don't know how to really make good music. I mean, I think it sounds great, but I just don't want to come off as a fucking weirdo. I don't know if there's some way to get around that. And then the second part, two-part question, is I also do stand-up, and it's kind of a similar issue of where, like, I'll do stand-up, and I feel like I just come off as vulgar or not, like, <laughs> not funny, but I don't, I, I how do, how to, just give me some steps on, on maybe how to overcome those issues. Uh, thanks. Hey, dude. Uh, yeah, you know what? Uh, the, the best advice uh, you can give any performer uh, that someone's going to do like live stuff in front of other human beings is get out of your head. It's a bad neighborhood. Uh, just uh, don't drive yourself crazy with second-guessing yourself. If you like the song, sing the fucking song. Uh, if you believe in it and you think it's good music, then, then, then uh, you know, do it. I, 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 I really doubt you're writing songs going, this is going to make me a million dollars. This is a hit. Here's a hit, everybody. Dig on this. Uh, feel, for, feel free to throw panties. I deserve it. Uh, you know, it, it's it, it's one of those things. If you like it, then 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 like it and have fun performing. Same thing for stand-up, but with stand-up, because that's something, as a performer, I'm far more familiar with, uh, just make sure the, jo the, the jokes that you're telling or the stories you're telling, the observations you're giving, that you genuinely are amused by them. You had a thought. You thought it was funny. Um, not, oh, this is something that'll make uh, these people laugh, but I don't like it. That's a, that's a fucking, that's death. Uh, and uh, 
you know, you mentioned being vulgar. You, just, you can control that. Uh, one, one of the best pieces of advice I heard was Jim Gaffigan. He never curses, but the way he gives emphasis is he, he thinks the curse. And so it comes across in his delivery. So, you know, into like, like him going, that fucking jerk. He's going, that jerk. So, you know, so that's, it's got the same punch, you know, and, and, um, it's the vulgar things really easy to control. The, the inauthentic thing is really easy to control. Try to be as good of a version of yourself as you can, or not even a good version, an honest version of yourself. And you sell the, sell the joke and act like, uh, a big part of it is acting like you are telling amazing jokes. And that will help sell it too. And it's not a cocky thing. It's just a confidence thing because they want you to be confident. That's the, the biggest fear a performer has is, well, I'm, they're going to hate me. No, they want to like you. Unless you're playing that country western bar from the Blues Brothers with the chicken wire where they're throwing bottles. Okay, yeah, you play a place like that, they probably want to throw bottles at you. They want to throw bottles at anyone. You name it. Uh, but yeah, it's it's the thing is, is... I have a friend uh, who's an improviser who's uh, one of the best alive, and he's in Chicago, and he has a tattoo on his arm that just says, you know, and what that means is, as much as you debate something, you know what the right thing to do is. You know the right way, so go ahead and just tr trust your gut. Are you feeling like of you being a, 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 a cursy douchebag on stage? You probably are. Are you uh, singing a song that you're trying to come across as way too cool? You probably are. Uh, so just, but but don't don't kick your own ass. That's you have to get out there. You have to experiment. The thing is, you're doing a thing, and that's good. So you've already passed that thing of you're not at home going, ah, oh, what's the perfect joke? You're performing, so that's good. So yeah, I mean, I wish I had something more specific or scientific to tell you in in terms of what will help that. Like uh, eat a bunch of pears. Like there's nothing that can really. Uh, uh, help you besides just doing it and being as honest with yourself as you can. Hope that helps. Cool. Uh, so, uh, yes, always the phone number to call is 323-763-0228. That's 323-763-0228. Our uh, Patreon is at advice from a dipshit. Uh, please give. Please help us get onto Spotify. Evidently, you have to get um, a certain number on Patreon to be allowed onto Spotify. So we're trying to get past that velvet rope. Uh, social media, we got, uh, at advice from a dipshit on Facebook and at dipshit advice, uh, on Twitter. Our theme song is by Ben Wise. And, uh, thanks again, guys. Uh, stay tuned for some awesome guests and keep the calls coming. Love you. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. Advice from a dipshit. It's advice from a dipshit with Matt Fronger.